I'm Josh. I'm Jordan. Welcome to, to Anime Conversations. Conversations. So we just finished watching uh, an oldie, but a weird goodie, uh, Paranoia Agent. Yeah, and um... it's tough i don't know how i really like we're just gonna talk about it but i don't know there's no conclusions to draw yeah i like this is one of the ones where i'm just very like i just don't whatever we're just gonna talk about it yeah i mean this is the this is like pure theory crafting because that last episode really okay well you know what i um i guess we i'm I would like to talk more about like some of the specific characters. Yeah. And then we can go into like the overall like ending overarching theme or whatever. I'll start um, by saying like one, this is unspoilable. We can't spoil the show this for is you. So fucking just Like also, I could tell you every detail of an episode, you'd still have to watch it for it to even have a semblance of being something. Yeah. It's, I just out of context it means almost nothing. But I ew, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I remember watching Ew. this in like 2004 or five when yeah. it was out on uh, uh, Tsumami. Yeah. But I, well, I'm a little lost. Uh- <laughs> yeah. I watched it when it was on Adult Swim and um, it was, I always, with Adult Swim, you, it's like sometimes you just, you're just not there on that Friday or Saturday night to watch it because, you know, you're doing shit and yeah. Adult Swim comes on like really late at night and either you're out or you're already asleep or you're like gaming until the end of the- like that's what I was in like 2004 that's like square that's plenty of JRPGs are out like I was gaming until like 3am in the morning hmm. and I was like I don't have anything to do tomorrow I'm just gonna stay the fuck up and game and then you randomly think about it and you're like oh shit Adult Swim is on and then you come in halfway to an episode and you're like, oh, well, you know, I'll catch up with it. And then they'll do like reruns of something and you'll catch the rerun and you'll be like, okay, they're starting it over from this week. I'm going to keep up with it. Mm. And then you don't. And so that's kind of my story with Paranoia Agent. And I was like, I enjoyed it when I first saw it, but I never finished it. Yeah, same. I, I realized, because I thought I remembered a lot about it, remembered almost nothing except for a few of like, because there are a few plot points that go throughout, and then there's a lot of stuff that kind of doesn't really fit together. They're individual. St- if you watch these episodes, like, months apart, they'd probably be easier and make more sense than they do together. Because you're seeing each story is kind of, like, individually drawn out. Yeah. And has... It's more encapsulated by itself than the whole show is together. Uh, I, I saw all the way through the second to last episode... And then the last episode I didn't see, which is very, again, like, I'm very confused. Yeah, um, I'm keeping the brakes in on this one because I just, I don't know what, that, like, our confusion for this one or just, I think we're still processing it. Yeah. And it's a lot to, it's not just. It's not similar to some of the other things that we've already done where we're just like, oh, this is the very clear theme and this is how they did it and this is how well they tackled it. Like, this one is kind of just like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to come back to that. Anyways. Um, Real quick, I do want to go over the creator uh, as I just, I looked up a few of his things. Uh-huh. Uh, Satoshi Kon. Yeah. He, the things that you know him from is he 
he co-produced and uh, wrote the script for the fifth episode in the original JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, so he's involved in that. A mm-hmm. few other things like uh, Perfect Blue, if you remember seeing that one ever. Mm-mm. It sounds familiar, but I would have to look. I'll look at that in a minute to see. Um, I'm familiar with the studio, Madhouse. Yeah. Because they do a lot of with stuff. Them. Millennium Actress. Nah. He does have a name though, because Tokyo I, Godfather. I know that, but I I've can't. heard that one before. I haven't seen that one myself. I haven't seen it either. Hmm. I know that he has a name in the industry for like his re his his um forays with like mi- the mixture of like supernaturalism and super the supernatural and like realism, where like it's based in realism, but there are supernatural elements that yeah. like go that like mix in it. Um. It's not like Mawaru penguin drum craziness, weirdness, but it's like it he has his own brand, I would say. And this is this is Paranoia Agent is like something it, it's its own You know what? It's leaving me needing to think a lot about it. And yeah. so it definitely goes into this uh, major theme of guilt, repression, fear. Yeah, mental health I would say is definitely like a huge aspect of this and i think that the um the reason why everything is happening is because of how everyone else is dealing with their mental health yeah and uh, it's a common tactic which is uh, escapism basically yeah that's what i guess the whole thing would be like escapism like everyone has some form of mental health in every episode and in the end they no, choose no, no, to it was shown in bat it was just shown in yeah bat. yeah I didn't do anything wrong. It was shown in bad. Yeah. Or like, I don't know how to get myself out of this situation. It was shown in bad. Like, but then it gets really, really, the, it like, it ramps up to the point where like, it's no longer people just simply hurting themselves. It's like people are killing themselves. Yeah. Cause I mean, even, especially in the episode with the guy who worked at the animation studio. Yeah. From what I read on top of it, like they're saying that he killed everybody. Like, he kills all of them. And I thought, I well, I thought that he was the one that was killing everyone. But then when he went to go check up on the woman in the house, she was already dead when he went to go pick up the papers in the house. Yeah. But also, it could be that, like, he killed her. And then we see him, like, knocking on the door. Being like, hey, what's hey, up? Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. And then he opens the door. And, like, I, I thought that they were all killed by Shonen Bat because they all felt cornered because the whole fucking thing was falling apart. Yeah. Like, everything was falling apart. And one by one, when it came time for people to deliver, like, they couldn't handle it anymore. But also, it was because Shonen Bat was so powerful at that time that he was just taking them out one by one by one by one. And his thing was, I think he kept edging by because... He never felt responsibility responsible for any. He never like accepted his responsibility, so for he didn't feel. Stuff, yeah. He didn't feel. He never felt cornered until everyone else was fucking gone, and then he killed the the main guy that was like the producer, basically. Yeah. I'm guessing, and then he felt cornered because he had actually done something that he, I think, well, yeah, he. I think he he killed that guy, so like. That was a sense of responsibility to be like, yeah, I did this, but I also don't know how to deal with it. And now I'm cornered because Shonen Bat didn't show up for him when he was doing the rounds for like all that other stuff throughout the episode. But he was like following him in the car after he had killed the director. 
are the producer. And as you said, like Shonen Beck gets scarier as you go through it. Yes, or it gets... Little Slugger if you watch the dub the, version. Yeah, the dub version. Um, yeah, I watched the dub version when I grew up, but yeah. I didn't know. I knew it as Little Slugger, and then I started watching this, and I was like, Shonen Bat definitely works It sounds better. cooler. Yeah, and it sounds cooler, too. So we start out with, like, Shonen Bat, he's injuring people. He's knocking them over the head. Yeah. And they feel better for having their pro- like their problems go away for a minute. They feel like their problems are gone because they and have he, this outside yeah. excuse. And as the rumors of him grow and get bigger, and people make him more and more of a monster... Um, the problems that you get into seem to get a little bit bigger and he starts the people who he's involved with, they die. Like it's, they commit, I guess the theme would be like, if you're looking in the real world, they're committing suicide. Yeah. And Shonen bad is like, they're going like, well, I'm being killed by these outside forces, not these internal struggles. And you have the, the episode with the detective's wife well, the chief's wife. Yeah. Ikari. Yeah. Yeah. And, her whole conversation makes more sense than anything else in the rest of the show. Like, it gets straight to the yeah. point in a very deep way. It's like way. taking responsibility for our hardships. It ha- And I gotta say, like, that scene has more tension than most other scenes yeah. that I've seen. That voice actress, like, that was... She knocked yeah, it out. That was her check. The yeah. art on that was good. Watching Shonabat swing the bat behind, like, his yeah. shadow and seeing her hair and her apron move with it yeah like there was a lot of there was a lot of drama and a lot of tension and it also like that. brought a lot of like well i wouldn't say questions but like it answered yeah it answered a lot of things where basically it's like you can't he can't act unless you fully unless you literally try to do escape it has to be and she said, yeah and he only showed up and she said you showed up because i had a moment of weakness but she was like, it was a moment. On this moment of weakness. Yeah. yeah, it was a moment of weakness. She didn't completely give up. She was just like, she considered it because everyone else, when she was walking home, were ta- they were all they were talking about was Shonen Bat. Yeah, like she kept overhearing the stuff and like how he's evolving, blah 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 blah. And then by the time she gets home, she, he's there waiting for her because he's like, all right, you ready to go? Yeah. And she's like, actually, no. And I'm gonna show you the resilience of human beings. And then that's what the whole episode is. But it it basically, is, yeah. like, shows you that, like, he's not going around, like, indiscriminately. Like, he sh- well, we knew he's not indiscriminate in the first place. Like, people have to hit, like, certain points for him to show up. But you can stop it. Like, it's not just like, oh, I want to get out of this situation and I'm stuck. And then he shows up. It's like, no, I want to get out of this situation. But also... I don't want to take responsibility for this situation. I don't want to take responsibility for this. I and I think he's like he's not taking everyone out because people are like fuck I hate the position I'm in right now but I can change it yeah he's not showing up for people like that he's showing up for the people who are just like I'm in this position and it's this person's fault and I'm the like people who play they're playing they're making themselves the victims yeah exactly and at first it doesn't seem that serious because I was under the impression that like he was fixing things. Yeah, it's like with um with Harumi, like a the weird hero dual character. personality, like that one, that whole storyline kind of like I my mouth dropped at the. That's very about end. where I was thrown for a loop. That was the episode where I'm like, oh, I'm not sure I know what's going on anymore. Yeah, that one was. I was just like, so what's going? And I, it it plays up to this thing where you you're thinking like there's a connection, like it's ice, like you're like, oh, these things are really isolated, but then it's showing that like, oh no, all of these people are connected in some form or fashion. And then it just goes beyond that and it explodes. And it's kind of just like, wait, so it's not just like 
this like district because something happens with him in another district in the um ikari the detective he's like oh that's the northern district that's not our problem yeah so like all of these things he's doing those muggings in the other district yeah, to get the yeah, money he needs the mugging yeah and so the shonen bad stuff is apparently all happening within this one district so you're like oh it's isolated so like it must be something it must be somebody and or not somebody but like whatever the fuck is happening like it's within this bubble it's within this like area of the city and all of a sudden it explodes and gets like worse and i understood it better when like i read up like some people's stuff on reddit and how well ugh, i mean i'm getting ahead of myself but like the harumi chono thing yeah like her dual personalities and i was like oh my god this was the part where i was just like well maybe this isn't a bad thing i was like he's saving people so i was like is that where this is gonna go where like he ends up becoming like a vigilante, or like he's be he's becomes he's seen as a vigilante. Yeah. But then uh, once the first death happened, I was like, no, nope. that's not what this is. Why is he dead? And it's it was uh it's sad. It's honestly really fucking sad because they throw it at you at the end where it's just like, no, these people weren't saved. Those were temporary. It only temp- the, this escape only temporarily made them feel like their problems were yes. gone. They didn't get rid of their problems because they didn't do anything. The moment in the end, and it was just one little thing. We got all of Harumi Chono. She got a whole episode in the beginning. And then at the very end, when they show her husband sitting on the bed, and she's in the prostitute form walking towards him. And I'm yeah. just like... Oh, nothing has changed. And the little kid who finds like the, the, mini the palm tree the palm in tree his, and yeah. saying, I'm just like, nothing has changed. Like temporary salvation. Like that's it. Which um Yuichi, the kid, that one that whole thing, I I didn't know if the fat kid was actually doing the other shit to him. So I don't think he was. It doesn't seem like he was. But they never they never like fully fleshed that out to be like who was the actual like ringleader of the bullying. Well, there is there's two characters who get hit by not. Yeah, not shown in bat. Not shown in bat. And that's the fat kid who gets hit by the the kid who who feel he thinks he's in like Dragon Quest. Yeah. And the detective who catches that kid who thinks he's in Dragon Quest, which the detective is his own story. It almost looks like. Because he's crying out for help at the end of it. He's like, somebody stop me. Somebody stop me. Like, he knows what he's doing is wrong, but he's going to keep... Keep doing it, He's going to keep doing it. And then you find out episodes later that the the girl who gets hit and has amnesia, uh, she... Or fakes amnesia, I assume. Yeah. Fakes oh, it. my God. She's faking it? Based on that how the show so goes, sense. it means that she would have had to have faked it. Because... Nothing and nobody nothing, else's shit. Got nothing solved. is fixed. Oh, They're all fuck. the show's about falsifying injuries so that you can not take escape your problems. Yeah. yeah. And her falsified injury is that she needed to forget. Uh, he the kid needed to get hit so that he didn't look like he was guilty for getting the other kid. Yeah. Um the she needed to get hit so she could forget that her police officer father one of the reasons he wanted to get her her own room was so that he could hide a camera in it because he's also the one who's with the prostitutes always saying, call me daddy. Call me daddy, You have yeah. to call me daddy. And that that one, I, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I watch a lot of dark stuff in general. So, like, the moment that she woke up and she was like, who are you? And then we see him, like, in the next episode, like, kind of, like, smiling. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, 
he's going to take advantage of this. I think, I don't think it's that. I think it's that it's a fake smile. They're both pretending like there aren't any problems now. Because mm, when you yeah. see her smile, it has that creepy, that really wide, way too big grin. Yeah. And his has that same effect where it's like they're both smiling to pretend like there's not a big problem that they both know about. And then the whole thing with like the house being like fucked up by the typhoon. Yeah. And it was so... It, it it really like I guess it was a it was a high. We were just like, oh well, you know, like these things got fixed. Like and they I think the Lolan was like they spend entire episodes like focusing on these specific people and their yeah. problems. And then near the end they literally just like snap it all back and they're just like, actually no. Like Their problems aren't solved. Their problems aren't solved. And also it's like it's blown to like national proportion basically. Or like yeah. Well, wasn't that? Or they were reporting on it nationally, but basically it was like all in Tokyo. Yeah. Or from what we know, all the damage that happened. It was all in that area. Yeah. So here's a quick question for you. Looking at each individual episode as its own like thing. Yeah. Which one would you say is your favorite? The Harimichono. Harimichono? Yeah. The, that went, cause it really like, I don't know. I think it was because like I, I just, not that I, like, relate to the character or anything like that, yeah. but it was just, like, I, her, I, as fucked up to say, I enjoyed watching her struggle. No, her, it was intense. It was yeah. really cool. It was very, and it was just, like, and it was kind of stark because her character was introduced before that, before you even knew who she was in an episode. Yeah. And so, like, when she comes home. She's a tutor. Yeah, and she puts this shit on for the tutor, and you're like, oh, shit. It's like okay and then it keeps going and then she gets engaged and then the and then the doctor lets her know oh maria said that she's leaving and you're like okay well what does shonen bat have to do with her okay so maybe she doesn't need him and then all of a sudden boom maria's back and like causing and she's like i'm never fucking going anywhere don't you ever fucking think this um uh, and then i'll uh, never forgive you i'll never forgive you and also she's just like you're the fake one like this is my Why aren't body. You admit that you're fake. Yeah, it's and me, it's just it's like, you. and I'm like, oh, uh, and then I'm, yeah. and the whole time at the end, I'm just like, fuck, okay, yeah, Maria is gone, and then near the end, like that's what that's what made it my favorite, where it's just like, everyone's fucked. Well, not everyone's fucked, but, but like, it, yeah. it is. It's a fucked up situation because now the husband is part of it. Well, and really, like, her biggest problem comes from the fact that she doesn't share with him. And then, yeah, the doctor... she tries to hide her problem. She tries to hide it, and the doctor was like, did you tell your fiancé about this? And she was like... Because you need your partner to be on page with you. Yeah. I think... I actually really liked the one that I called um, the the Silly Suicide Squad. The Marumi. Marumi? Yeah. The fucking... The fucking little doggy. That's his name? Marumi? Marumi, yeah. Marumi. Um... It made sense that, like, the husband was, like, on the bed, like, with the Marumi. Because, basically, Marumi becomes, like, everyone else's, like, the general public. Pretending everything's okay. Pretending everything is okay. Like, that's the public's escape where Shonen Bat and Marumi are the same thing. They're just different sides of the coin. Yeah. Marumi is just, like, it's going to be okay. Marumi is the denial. Yeah, Marumi is the denial. And then Shonen Bat is the escapism. The anxiety, the The, fear. Yeah. The yeah, 
It's the escape. Well, they're both the escape. They're both. They're both just different sides. Just of different it. sides of it. Yeah. Because I, I would think like maybe Maromi. No, I wouldn't say that. I was gonna say that like maybe Maromi was like the beginning of it, and then it escalates into Shonen Bat. But it that doesn't make any sense because a lot of the characters from like the first round or whatever they really didn't give a fuck about Maromi. Like he wasn't really present. He was still just with Sukiko. Yeah. Which also, I mean. And this is another thing, like, the thing is super, super old, but, like, it just begs to... Well, no, now, at the very end, it just basically lets us know that, like, it's a loop. This is how people behave. This is how people behave. And there's also, it's just, like, Sukiko isn't the only person. Like, it's it's clearly happened before. And it'll happen again. And it'll happen again. And so, uh, I was thinking about, like, oh, well, all these people in the world with superpowers, it's, like, it's not even, like, superpowers. It's just, like... A few people change, and they even do that, like a few people see the bigger. It's hmm. And it took Sukiko like it took ten years of repression. Yeah. And then like that's how powerful it came. So it's like can you you can't even imagine like someone else walking around with that shit, and she's probably like like twenty something. So like a forty year old walking around with that bullshit, it's kind of just like yeah, no, nah, that's like a that's gonna be an actual nuke. Like hmm. they they probably won't be able to come back from that one. But it mm. it poses a lot of interesting philosophical questions yeah. to look at. Like, how do you deal with your problems? How do you deal with mm. your life? What do you do? How many excuses are you making for yourself each day? What do you do when those excuses pile up into a problem so big that it feels unsolvable now? Yeah. And that's kind of where all this kind of comes in from. There's They show a lot of different angles of that. And it, I think that's why it doesn't really feel like it fits together is because they're showing a lot of individual problems that are like the same kind of root to them. Yeah. But individual experience. There's an overarching theme, but at, yeah. Each episode is kind of set up to be a little more self-encapsulated. Yeah. And, hmm. And then who- it's tough. It is tough. And at first... I didn't think the detectives were really going to be as, like, important to the storyline as I thought. But yeah. in the end, like, they, I think they ended up being more, like, I wouldn't say, like, main support. I don't. I thought they were more so, like, main characters along with Tsukiko as opposed to, like, supporting cast. I would say Especially they were maybe more important Maniwa. than her character. I would say that, too. I'm, yeah, I would think so, too. Because, like, Maniwa was the main. We basically, well, we didn't go along with Maniwa, but, like we were at the same point where he like figured it out and we like, we figured things out through him. But then there were still just so many like weird things that I, my biggest thing with this show is that I kept looking at it from a strictly like realistic standpoint. Like I kept disregarding the supernatural stuff because I was just like, no, there's either like, no, there's actually someone out there doing this shit and they're just like spying on people or like, or well, so, you know what? It's I was having that same issue. I was looking at this as though it were a, a standard or a classic anime script, wherein everything has a point that it results to by yeah. the end of the show. Yeah, that it all is going to come together. And in this one, it just that's not the way this is built. It isn't because you even and I'm looking at it now, like the grandma lady. Like I thought she was going to play a much bigger role. Yeah, and uh, she kind of. She she kind of like did her thing with like the plot where she gave her testimony and she was like no there no one hit that girl like mm. 
No one hit that girl. And I was thinking, wait. Uh, so that's the first false story. She hit herself. That's what it ended up happening. Yeah. Is she wanted to escape the pressure of making a new character. Yeah. And was already feeling overwhelming guilt because of her character that reminded her of her dog that yeah. she let die. And she just made that panic decision that if she hurts herself, she can just blame it on an assailant. And then that assailant became like her cartoon, an image for a lot of people to use as their and escape. And then she also had the same thing where she was being pressed about it and she couldn't remember what he looked like. And then all of a sudden she had a flash and like saw his silhouette and like the golden bat stuff like that and then went and gave the the um the testimony to the two detectives again. Yeah. Where it's kind of just like she kept digging the hole deeper out of her own denial. Yeah. Not and, even realizing she was describing the same character that she, that she did described when she ago. was a kid. Yeah. And the fact that her dad kind of was just like back in her hometown, just like, oh, hmm. here we go again. So, I mean, looking at it that way, I kind of have to peel between the layers of in the reality of the story and the fiction of the story, what fictions are an idea within the, you know what I mean? Like is Shonen Bat technically really there or is it that she panicked and she hit the reporter over the head when he was following her and he doesn't remember. So he just blames it on Shonen Bat too, because it's better for him that way. I don't think so because she was running away from him in front of him. And then he turned around. I mean, nothing we see is quite reality, though. Oh, yeah. That's true. See, and that that kind of that kind of makes it less compelling for me. It makes it harder to be compelling. If I by had it. thought of it that way in the beginning, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have say fallen, but I probably wouldn't have been as like dialed into it because I probably would have been like, oh, well, it was probably this to happen. Like, well, anything could fucking happen. Like, like I wasn't thinking that until like the end where I was yeah. just like, I don't know what the fuck could happen now. Like, well, this there's. Is- there's so much specificity in the show. Like, there's so many moments, even where I had to rewatch. I think my favorite is actually the one with the three people who commit suicide. Because yeah. the, at the moment at the end where he realizes, he pulls out his pill bottle, and he's like, oh, my last pill. And he had already taken his last pill towards the beginning of the episode. And then he looks down, and he sees people's shadows, and notices that the three of them don't have shadows. I had to go back to look and see, and I don't know exactly when the shadows disappeared, because a little here and there in the animation... But they have them at the beginning, and then they don't have them at the end. And it's that that episode I enjoyed, I think, the most because it is the most detached from the rest of the show. That episode completely flew over my head. I literally was just like, I don't get it. It was an individual problem that that was about the point where I'm like, okay, none of this is going to really fit together. These are all like different interpretations of the same. I would picture. say that episode and the gossiping women episode. I was like, I could have done without those. The gossiping woman one, I definitely didn't enjoy at all. Yeah, the three ghosts one, I liked because there there was a lot of little moments where they gave you just enough for you to build your own backstory. Yeah, like they kind of told you what was like happening, the why they each wanted to die. Yeah, but they didn't really give you everything. Yeah, and there are a lot of little interesting moments. And then when you get to the end and they kind of, they become their own trio like they were online. It's, yeah. It's a little more fun. But it's still dark because I'm just like that child. And then in the end, how you're saying they're all ghosts is like she succeeded in killing herself with them eventually. Yeah. Which is kind of just like. Uh, uh. I don't even know which eventually though. 
Yeah, I think, it's like which one? Were they dead when the building was torn up? I don't or, know because they that tree branch still broke. Well, yeah, in their version of the reality, because oh, they yeah. still interact with things. Yeah, they just other people don't see or notice them. I because after the building, like they're laying down on the ground in this construction site area, and nobody's paying them a bother. Yeah, that is true. And too. when they're at the end and they're running past those two ladies, like there's a little flicker on the plates, but they don't notice anybody running. There's see, all that shit past fucking by me i just know that shonen bat ran from them so i was like maybe they were dead then no they were dead at that point yeah because shonen bat was just like i don't do i don't do this shit yeah no like i'll kill but no like not ghosts i think if you want to go with the whole inter my interpretation that now looking at it harder would be like well shonen bat would run from them because you can't Death is not a problem that you can escape when you're already there. Yeah. So since they're already dead and they're ghosts, they're yokai in this, basically. Yeah. Shonabat is the idea of, like, escaping your problems. And he would have to escape from... There's there's nothing for him there. Yeah. They're chasing after something that they already have. Yeah, see, that episode just completely passed over my head. I was uh, like, yeah. I like that one a lot, actually. Um, It's... I mean, I like a lot of the individual episodes. It's just yeah. when I try to put them all together, I the have a lot of issues. The ending really is just like, it made, I thought we were going to get an ending that'd be like, okay, I see what they were trying to do. And instead, I was just like, um, now I don't Now I don't know anything. <laughs> and then they're like, go back and watch it again. And it's like, I'm not watching that again right now. I was like, I need answers. And, oh, actually, the show uh, does kind of ask you to watch it a second time, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, that's what that's what I read on Reddit, where basically the um, that was to encourage you to basically be like, it's a loop, and it's like, it's a never-ending loop, and blah, 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 where I guess the more you watch it, the more things, like, Well, I wonder about together. the math equations, because he writes down the number, like, 510, yeah, and then he and then writes down one. the number 1 after yeah. that. Is Which, it a countdown, or what's the... I don't know. I did notice that too because I knew that like the old man, like he kept coming up, like he kept coming up. He was always in the background, and then Mani was started noticing him in the hospital because they yeah. were always at the hospital talking to the victims, and the old guy was always there. But the and like the old guy like looking in the mirror and then like looking at Maniwa in the hallway, and I was just like, uh, what's something? Something's up. I was like, yeah. So, and at first, I was like. Maybe it's the old man. Maybe he has some weird shit where he's able to like you make himself young and like become shonen bat and then something, something, something. Yeah. But then that would mean that there would be a supernatural element. And I guess I guess I was more percept um open to having certain supernatural elements, but not others. Yeah. And I think that's probably what like made me like railroad me and made me even more confused because I was not considering as many possibilities that were being presented to me. You know, it's weird because they definitely incorporate like the spiritual realm and stuff into it, but there's layers of it where it's completely metaphor and there's layers of it where, no, this is real in this yeah. world. And they also have a lot of Japanese culture references. That, yeah. And that apparently, like, the show makes, I wouldn't say makes a lot more sense, but, like, it um it comes together a lot more easily when you have a working knowledge of, like, 
Japanese myth, like yokai stories, I guess, Japanese myth, Japanese cultural traditions, like things like that, which, yeah. you know, we don't have, like, you know, we watch anime, but it's about it. Like, I never lived there, never hardcore studied the culture and, like, specific traditions and things like that. So, it that there's a reason why a lot of stuff goes over certain people's heads, like my head. Like I was just like, yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of anime even where when I'm watching, I'm like, mm, you know what? I this feels understood. like this is really in touch with a culture that I'm really not in touch yeah. with enough. Like it's I'm I've seen enough where I'm like, okay, this is a reoccurring theme I've seen in a lot of animes that I'm sure if I grew up in Japan would really hit home a lot harder. I think, and I see you get it a lot with. Co- comedic animes yeah where it's just like huh and then you learn about it and you're like oh that's a thing over there and it's like oh, okay yeah i can see how that can be funny but your first time coming past it you're just like i that mm, that makes no sense what is this and then from then on you're tuned in but i i just couldn't the more i think about it now, like, right after, I was just like, fuck, I'm, like, mentally exhausting myself because I'm trying to piece all of this shit together. And I feel like I'm missing, like, certain pieces of the puzzle. I'll definitely and... say it was definitely a mistake to watch these all in a row. This show would have played out a lot better week to week where you're less connected to the previous and the next yeah. episode. Like, you, you get time to digest it. And you to treat it as individual stories. Yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of shows where I would run through every episode. I would watch... Uh, I would watch all of uh, Promise Neverland over and over, all in a row. Yeah. The weekly tension is tough on there, and it works both ways. But this one, watching it all in a row, makes me want to find connections between each episode that, frankly, it's only the structure of the ideals that are yeah. that are really going all the way with that. I agree with that, yeah. Definitely. I want to... This you know one is like the anime lot. Paprika? I've heard of it. Okay, because I'm looking through his history, because like he's, it's definitely an interesting style, like what he does. Uh, and I don't know if I've seen the majority of his stuff. I don't know if I've seen any of it, other than Paranoia Agent. Yeah, I know I haven't seen the majority. I don't think I've seen any of it either. I'm familiar with the studio, but like, well, to be fair, the fun. So it doesn't look like he's done any anime. Since 2008? Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, so maybe a lot of his stuff was, like, older? Um, uh, let me see here. Nope, nope. I mean, he did the original JoJo's, or he was a part of the original JoJo's. He made episode five, and the original JoJo's is actually my favorite part of the whole JoJo series. Well, actually, no. I really love the first whole set, and I want to say... Wait, which one? You watched the 1993 one? The... Yeah, the one where it's... I mean, if you watch the whole... It only all makes sense together, I think, with JoJo. Cause it, well, you know the... Are the you talking about the stuff that's airing right now? The JoJo's? I haven't seen the new one yet. I've seen the first incarnation where it's like the kids who... One is adopted, one's a son. The son is JoJo. And he's yeah, good. no, they're, they, this, that's a remake. Oh, I saw the original version of that. There's like a three-episode remake of it, too, I think. Um, wait, are we talking about the same? So there's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. And they like, they made one, um... Then there's one where it's there's his two different grandchild. Animation. Or great-grandchild. Yeah. So that's, that's and then the there's origi- another one where his child or grandchild... Yeah, where his daughter goes to moves to Japan and has... And marries Kujo. guy. Yeah. yeah. Jotaro. And that kid. Yeah. 
Oh, so, no, no. That's the fourth edition, actually. Because that's the fourth total. Because there's the first one. Yeah, that's the third where one. Where he's fighting his vampire stepbrother. That's the first one. The second the one second is the one grandson. Is the grandson who lives in America and is, yeah. he predicts everything is like, and the next thing you're going to do is this. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, the then there's one, the third one where that's it's. Jotaro. His grandson. It's, yeah. Oh, it's, it's so his, easy to get lost in this. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. It's his grandson. His daughter moves and marries a Japanese guy. Yeah. And then, that's and that's Jotaro. the current one. Okay. That's yeah, yeah. Stardust Crusaders. And then, so no, all of these, they, this is like the second time that they've animated the whole JoJo thing. Yeah. You know that. Yes, I do. They've reanimated. Okay, so it. you watched the first one that like aired in like 1993? Yes. Oh. I, re- I watched that a while back. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I never watched that one. I didn't even, so. Then yeah, you've yeah, if you've seen that one, yeah, I haven't seen. I've heard stuff. Oh yeah, Paprika the film. Good morning. No Tokyo. Nope. 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 I have not watched yeah. any of his stuff. But a lot of his stuff was coming out like as I was growing up in the nineties. Yeah, like, I wasn't quite on anime in ninety three. Yeah. So. And even in two thousand and four, when this came out, I was still like super shonen up. Like that was. The day of the the days of the big three with Bleach, One Piece, and Naruto. So hmm. that his other stuff, I have heard about Paprika. I just yeah, I know I've heard that one. I just haven't actually seen it. Yeah, what was that? Two thousand and fourteen. Uh, Paprika, two thousand and six. And then two thousand four was Paranoia. And Paprika, yeah, yeah. So I definitely wasn't. I wasn't like heavily into like. All forms of anime. I literally was just like that was back Naruto in like my Bleach and, Bleach and Naruto anime. days. Yeah. yeah, like that because I remember I watched all of like the first half of Naruto in high school. Yeah, same. On, like DVD original Naruto too. Yeah, and then Shippuden came out and I was like, I'm not watching this shit. No oh, I watched all of that. I didn't watch at that point. That. I was watching week to week. Once I caught up with the manga, I was like, Oh no! The only thing I watched were the fight scenes on YouTube because hmm. that was all I was interested in. And then even those, I was like, You guys are dragging this shit out! Oh my god! Like, uh, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I like a lot of Madhouse stuff, which is the studio that did this. But they they usually do like good shit all the time. Yeah. So like they do Overlord. They did B Tomb. I mean, I will they say do this. No Game No Life. Like that I, shit's good. I wouldn't say not to watch this show. I would say don't expect this to act like most anime. Yeah, I oh I can because the art agree is really super fun. The whole um, Chief uh, Ikari. Yeah. When when he goes into his own little world, and it's not. It's not like an American black and white where they go to TV. They go to actually yeah, the art classic, style like, of classic that. And everything's two-dimensional. When people turn around, they mm-hmm. basically fold in half and come back. That was really interesting way to show like what he needed. Because yeah. he felt like he didn't belong in the world anymore. The career that he always wanted but was But he also gone. didn't... His wife at that point, I don't know if she had died before he did this or after. They kind of make it where she's talking to him from... As like a ghostly thing? Yeah. But that might just be that he's in total denial and knows that she's dead and hasn't accepted it yet. That's why there's no place for him anymore. You oh, know? God. Yeah. That's an interesting way to look at it, though, right? This is so much. Like, I'm just like, oh, fuck. I didn't even think of that. I'm like, Well, right oh. now, I'm as we're talking, all of these are like coming, coming to me up. because yeah. I'm thinking about the show and it's... It's difficult because there are some standard anime themes you see like a little bit of it uh, at the beginning, a lot of, 
in the middle, yeah. almost not at all. And the very end, it feels like it's coming back around to being like this conclusion. Because a lot of anime, like, like they give you, they give you their philosophy. Actually, I never even finished Evangelion, so no, I can't oh, really? say that. Oh, really? I that was another one where I watched like pieced up, and then I came in. I think I watched the last episode of it one time, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't. I'm just gonna. So the last episode back. without the show makes no sense. I actually okay. love the ending of the show where. Spoiler, well, by the way, if you haven't watched it. it yet, spoiler. Wait, oh, but I want to get into this because Wait, don't, 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 don't spoil me. no of the show that oh, you already paranoia. saw. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna of uh, uh, no of Evangelion, the end of the show where it used to end way back in the day. Oh, okay, okay, so, yeah, yeah. And I want to talk about this for a second because it's actually pretty cool how this all happened. Is it like uh, the Adam and so, Eve thing? No, that's the movie. In the show, it ends with an episode that almost feels out of nowhere. Where he wakes up and he's in a regular day world and uh, it's his friends and he meets the new girl at school. And the whole thing of like Evangelion was kind of a daydream. The new girl, the... um, The white-haired one? Yeah, exactly. Well, blue. Blue. Okay, so yeah, I never watched the last episode then. Okay, yeah. Oh, God. So I thought it was a really cool ending and had the philosophy that I really loved and enjoyed. The creator got so many death threats and angry letters about that ending... That he created the movie that follows it to kind of finish everything off for people. Oh. And honestly, watching it, it almost feels like the ending to that and a lot of it is a fuck you to the people who decided that his ending wasn't good enough. And now there's more, probably because of a lot of pressure. 3.0 and like 1 plus plus 2, even, yeah. yeah. I haven't watched any of those movies. Uh, I feel like if you encapsulate the the whole series and leave that be and use the rest as fan bullshit, yeah, it's like that is probably going to be that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of Evangelion in um, the Super Robot War. Well, it's not a lot of it, but it's featured in there. And what a lot of Super Robot Wars games will do is they'll go through the storyline of an anime and like if they like rehash it. But for people who never watched it, you're just like, oh, what the fuck? What is this? And so. Is it her name, Asuka? The one that does yeah. The, the, yeah. Like, she's there, but she has the eye patch. And I was like, how the fuck she get that eye patch? I don't even, I don't remember any of this shit. And sometimes what they'll do is, in the Super Robot Wars game, is they'll, like, continue it hmm. from where the anime left off. And they'll make, like, a retconned, like, continuation specifically for that video game. Oh, shit. And so, but then it, it's never canon. But it's, like, yeah. it's just fan service. It's like, oh, it's nice to see these people, like, move on beyond that shit that they went through and i just evangelion gets messy when you look at canon versus I, non-canon yeah i, I just i'm so and i'm uh, i know i need to rewatch it. i know it's on netflix but i'm just um i don't want to be confused well it's old school anymore. it's i find it not super confusing it definitely has dark themes in it yeah and that's one where you need to watch for details a lot because there's uh, a lot of things like there's a moment late in the series where the father who's running this whole program yeah. is at his desk. And if you look at the combination between the desk, him sitting at it, and the shadow of the desk, it's um, it's a six-sided star. It's the, the Jewish star. There's a lot of religious themes hidden in it. Uh, and a lot of I stuff that's like... I the guy who created it went crazy because of it. I mean, it's he put a lot into it. I don't know about that part of the story, but I do know... It's a complex and ingenious series. Yeah. Um, not to tangent too far, because still talking about paranoia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that. that ugh. 
I will say this. I'm literally like mentally exhausted. Oh, and it's a tough just, show. It's a tough show. We just finished it, and I'm just like, I'm like, it's it's becoming physical, even though it won't be. I know as soon as like we finish this, I'm gonna be like, okay, I need to go play some Dragon Quest or some shit. Like, uh, like I need to take my mind off of this, and I'm gonna have to come and edit it, and then I'm gonna be like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to think about it. This is gonna be a weird one. I don't. I can't. The next couple weeks will be weird having just because uh, this is gonna be all my brain in the back. Yeah, it's gonna be weird, and we're probably gonna bring it up in some latter episodes also. But it's just that's all I got for it. Like it's just fucking. It's weird, and I'd say worthwhile. It's definitely worthwhile. At this point, I'd say you should check it out. If I'm you not saying seen it. that like it's so weird that I'm just like fuck this shit. Even though I do say fuck this shit. Like, <laughs> just like, but it's just weird. W- to the point where it's so, um, I appreciate it for what it is, but also it's like, I, it's one of those things where it's going to take time. Yeah. Like, I'm going to need time. This needs to simmer. Yeah, it needs to simmer. Exactly. And I'm, yeah, I appreciate it for what it is, and I definitely recommend others watch it, but I'm definitely not, like, in the mood to, like, immediately hop back into, into the discussion of it right after this like i need to like let it go in the back burner and maybe watch some other stuff and then through watching those other things i'll be like oh my god now that in paranoia agent makes so much more sense yeah like it's gonna be one of those random things where I'm oh gonna i'm like, gonna read a oh, japanese shit. story and be like oh shit this is what they were doing there exactly and it's it's good i oh that's what i want to say this is not entry-level anime this is not something you need to start with at all um so yeah don't don't or well if you're listening also, to this you're probably not an entry-level person anyways but yeah. if you were to recommend something for someone i definitely do not think you oh if i wanted know. somebody to start watching anime i would never tell them to watch this first no. this is like hey you've been liking anime for the last like six seven years right paranoia agent have you seen paranoia agent no that shit's like that that's one that, that's one and what is it now? It's like 15 years later. It's 15 years ago. And yeah. it's it's still... Like, even the animation style... It's was, really cool. It held up. It's held up for 15 years. Like, And it's because... Well, well, they do a really interesting mix match of animation in there. And that was another thing. I was like, I wasn't expecting, like, battles. And, like, we get, like, maybe, like, three battles all together. Yeah. But they actually, like, animate out the battles to the point where I'm just like, why the fuck is this happening? Like, it's done well. It's done really well. And um, the whole, like, dre- it's so Japanese because, like, the um, even with the superhero stuff, like, that's all Dragon Quest. Like yeah. every single thing with that, with like the sword and like him getting the fu- the bat or like from the father and it turning into like the final. Like that is like straight out of Dragon Quest. And even that sword was similar to the sword that's in Dragon Quest Eleven, which is was which was released recently. Mm. But like, not to say that like Dragon Quest Eleven like pulled from that. But I was like, that's your typical like Dragon Quest sword with like the circular like hilt bottom the old what what is the style of that sword called it's not a spartan but yeah yeah you're like yeah yeah i know what you're trying to yeah yeah i don't know this particular name for it but like that and like the grandmaster and going to find the grandmaster and finding stuff like that i'm just like 
oh, they put Dragon Quest, like, RPG classic things into it. And that whole episode with, um, I'm just going to call him Fox, because that's apparently who he was. The, yeah, the, the guy who they thought was, yeah, uh, was the one, yeah, showing, who ended up, showing him back. Ugh, I, I can know. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole again. Who, I don't uh, think he gets killed by Shonen Bat. I think literally he just, he commits suicide in the jail cell. Yeah, and that was another thing that we were talking about, like, Josh is like he committed suicide, but I was like, no, I thought it was actually like Shonen Bat. Like, I because that was the turning point where it was like it was a death. It was no longer just like an injury. Like that was the first like death that came from this. That was the turning point where things got bigger and worse. That was where the show kind of became a bit more of a different show. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, the show definitely becomes a different beast. For at least for me, when well, you feel like everything's going to connect up until that. point. I got oh, I don't think we talked. Did we talk about this yet? About like I became afraid of Shonen Bat. Yeah, yeah, like I like was actually like the sound of his bat, the sound the, of his skates, the skates and stuff like that. Like I became afraid of the character, and in the first the first half of the show, I wasn't afraid of him because I was like, oh, they're gonna tell the story, and this is how they become hit by Shonen Bat. Hmm. And I was expecting him. But then when the murders started happening or the suicides started happening, I kind of was just like, I don't see this as harmless anymore. I see this as like an actual problem. And that and that's another thing with like the music and the atmosphere and the, the sound of the rollerblades and the yeah. bat and stuff like that. I was like, that shit started freaking me out because I was just like, oh fuck it's coming it's coming it's coming it's gonna be a day and then it's like you know it's a death like it's no longer a concussion and you wake up in the hospital and things are temporarily okay it's like no it's death now yeah like we're on suicides and which makes me even consider it more it was just like are they actual suicides or is like the supernatural element of shonen bat being like i'm just gonna take it out of your hands like you don't have to commit suicide i'm going to kill you huh I I felt it was more like a symbol that was used for a lot of stuff. And they're just, I don't know, it kind of almost rings oddly close to things like, you know how uh, parents, like back when we were kids especially, but even to this day, are like, we got to check all your candy in case you put razor blades in the apple. Yeah. That was something that supposedly happened one time ever. And they people reacted to that and, and treated it, it like it was a part up. of everything yeah it was spread as like a huge rumor and became a huge so deal like a paranoia oh paranoia agent. agent yeah you know that makes the name make now a lot more that fucking makes sense so much fucking sense oh wow okay because it. it becomes a problem for everybody even though frankly the only people it affects directly are those with mental illness yeah who need an escape like need need an escape for everybody else it's this rumor that becomes this big monster that makes the world a darker place. Mm. Okay, so yeah, I'm just gonna run with that. That make that makes a lot of sense, <laughs> and it puts me at ease. <laughs> I'm like having anxiety from this shit. I was oh, like, no, same. fuck this. <laughs> I have anxiety because I'm just like, and not like I'm actually like afraid of it, but I'm just like. D- grasping the psychological concepts of it. Well, there's like, anxiety in that. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking yeah. about this still. I'm like, this is a tough medium. Yeah, it's like me trying to... I'm almost like... It's like I'm I'm not I'm not taking a test, but it's like... It's kind of like one of those things where it's like you're taking a test and they're like, cu- like 
not even define. It's just like, explain this to me, like from the bottom up, like philosophically and blah, 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 blah. And I'm not a philosophical person. Like I'm like, I like, I can theory craft, but if you ask me like specific things and, you know, like break this down into like reason, 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 unless I have studied that and am prepared to do it, that's not really going to happen. I'm going to be like, oh, I've never thought about it in this way. And I've never had to like critically break this down. Yeah. So now I'm anxious. Not to say that I would do well, that. Well, I mean, like, a lot of anime, in general. when like, they give you I these, well. <laughs> a lot of anime, when they give you these like these deep, difficult philosophies, they also give you their answer for the philosophy. This yes, one yes. does not do that. We're given the answer. This, this is more of a warning. Yes. This show talks about something that is directly related. Like, there wasn't an episode where I couldn't relate so? to the characters. Yes. There wasn't a moment where I said to myself, I've never experienced that. I think that's probably I've why never had it's so chill. anxious-y. It's a problem that we don't have the answer for. That's... Because I'd say my favorite moment everyone. was because when the wife is talking to it, she's talking down her fears and talking about, here's what you don't know about humans. Yeah. You're not one of us. You're just anxiety. You're a group phobia. You're not us. We can have the strength to get beyond We can this. overcome it. Like yeah. that, her moment is, her, her character is a saving grace. She really like makes the show bearable. She makes it bearable, but then also, like, she's had so much time by herself. Yeah. And, like, her character is pretty fucking sad. And her so, character has sorrow. Her character, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, because even at the end, she's like, I had so, a happy then, life because I'm with you. Yeah. When she's talking from her, her dying, because, like, death was inevitable. You have to face the reality on that. And her giving him, her, she gave him back reality in that sense. Her death and her love for him kind of, like, let him be like, wait a second, I can't live in this fake world there is no place for me left in the real world anymore yeah. and that's just how it is and that's how he gets that's how he moves on and gets better and for her like she decides to have the operation things don't it doesn't work out but she finds strength to not kill herself yeah she finds strength to go through with it to the end yeah she has yeah. the thought of like i could just escape all nope that's not a solution that doesn't fix my problem it's and if she had gone that route, he probably still would have been fucked. Yeah. No, he would have still been. He would have been fucked. Which meant that she would have. Yeah. Uh, which meant that. Uh, it's like a snowball effect, basically. Yeah. Having that one. That one human who decides to be stronger made it easier for made everything a little more possible. Yeah. It's. Yeah, yeah. that that makes it. I mean, good luck finding sense. the show, but watch it if you can. Yeah. I mean, it's not on any streaming service. Yeah, which is so weird. You can't find it on Crunchyroll. It's not on you, High Dive. It's not on VRV. Like it's it's not on Amazon. It's not on Hulu. Like No, you can't even buy a digital copy on Amazon. Oh, yeah. You can you buy the can... DVD. I found a few, but it looks like even those uh, are old copies that people are reselling. Yeah, I'm I mean, we watched it. You can find it if you want to find it. That's, yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. But the um that yeah that makes it make a lot more sense even though now I completely forgot what you said but I feel better about it now. So I'm oh just no, gonna... her oh um oh because it's it's set up. There's no answer given to the philosophy. A lot of anime gives you the answer yes. to their problems. Okay, yeah. Whereas this one presents problems that we all experience, and that they even set that up in the beginning where there's just everybody on the phone saying 
nobody told me about that or, oh, I didn't have time or I'm already so busy. Like everybody putting out their problems and making excuses, uh, everybody not being able to deal with something. Yeah. It's something that we all feel and they do it from so many different angles that are all relatable, but you're never given a solution. Yeah. You're only told that what we tend to do is give ourselves a lie that temporarily makes us feel better. It's like a Band-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That. Ugh. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking that and running with it. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything. My brain, well, it doesn't hurt, but it wants trash now. <laughs> yeah. It wants trash now. And uh, the, I feel like the only reason why this is happening is because, like, I'm fresh off of it. Like, we literally, like, just watched the 12th episode and then... 13th. Oh, God. See? That's how fucked up I am. <laughs> God, man. The 13th and then this. I mean, now, you know what? Cannon Busters might be great for me to go home and watch now. Hmm. We keep talking shit about Cannon Busters, but that's happening. I'm just going to be straight up. I did not I like it. I will say that with Cannon Busters... Um, because of course the episode's named Paranoia Agent, and we're talking about Cannon Busters. For some, uh, um, uh, I watched the first three minutes of it, and I stopped because in the opening, one of the characters looks like an exact copy of one of the antagonists from Kakegurui, and I just and then I went and I googled the Kakegurui girl, and it's literally the exact same fucking face and hairstyle. And eye patch just on a different eye. And oh yeah, all of their bag—they're all copied characters. I just okay. Let, let's let's stop there. I feel like we might end up making. We could make a whole. We can make I'm a whole be honest, thing out of that. Right if we now. do an episode on Cannon Busters, it's all gonna be me throwing shade and shit talking. I will say I really like the opening song. It was a very Oh, it's a cool great, opening song. It's super duper catchy. There's a few things <gasps> that are really oh, cool. They are really cool. I mean I did I don't know I'm gonna save that for the actual episode. Yeah. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna save the things that I actually like because I'm gonna have to actually talk about things that I like because I'm pretty positive we're just gonna fucking go in on it. I know um, that I am. I am disappointed yeah. beyond belief in that anime. <laughs> I had a hope for it but then the, the general consensus that i'm getting now is that it's not well nobody's talking it about could, it yeah no one's nobody's talking, willing to badmouth it no one's but asking for a second certainly season. no one is saying did you see this are you gonna watch it you even said you talked to your friends and they had seen it like and when you asked them like how was it what did they say they were like oh you know like yeah like you know cannabis is yeah it was no one said it was good no one said it was good. It's. I know that it's like it's they the first like, oh, big yeah, production with uh, a black director, and yeah, like it's his like because he did what um I think he Actually, helped no, do stuff for Boondocks. Okay, Boondocks, great show. I would even consider putting that in the anime realm. But that's because Aaron Magruder was the one that like spit. That's all his storyboard. That's like from the mind of Aaron Magruder. Like this guy was the animation side. So I'll put it this way, I and this is the last he, thing I'll say about Cannon Busters. The guy who made it definitely really loves some mainstream anime. Okay, let's leave it at that before we turn. Okay, this, I'm going to start really shit talking. Before uh, this whole <laughs> thing turns into a, a, not a fuck Cannon Busters, but just like a, it's a. Shade change. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get, get to that one. Yeah. Okay. Do we have anything else on Paranoia Agent? I don't think so. I mean, okay. the art is great. 
I yeah the art I find myself lost in the philosophy, time. which is actually a good sign. The fact that I yes. can't stop thinking about it and it makes me feel troubled and worried. Yeah, it got to me, and that's yeah. that's a that's a sign of a good show. Yeah, that's a sign of a good show, which it is. I'm just you know I'm just um post traumatic stress. You know that's that's just me right now. So. Yeah, I'm definitely going to enjoy like an episode of Assassin's Pride or something after this. It's a little bit easier. Oh, did you watch Assassin's Pride? I've watched the first two episodes. How was it? It looked so lolly to me. I was expecting it to be a bit more serious. And then I watched the opening of it. And I was like, oh, no, is this a harem lolly action show? I don't think it's a harem. Uh, oh, really? Assassin's Pride, no. Okay. It's so far anyway, I don't think so. I don't know if it's going to be good yet, but I'm enjoying. They're, they have They've already had like a decent battle scene. Oh, okay. And I enjoy the possibilities that are in, in this. I'm really enjoying Fate Babylonia, the I mean, front. The what's the other new one that I started that's definitely a little more harem esque? Uh, oh, I can't remember the name. the The opening song is so ridiculous, though. Yeah, 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 yeah oh, it's just yeah over and over. Again. Uh, I, I have not seen that one. It's uh, Welcome rem- to Demon School. Something, something. It's childish, oh, yeah, I but definitely haven't seen that shit. It's childish and weird, but I'm kind of enjoying it actually. I'm definitely it's, watching. Uh, it's a good, funny one. I'm watching Azure Lane, which are the big titty ship girls, which is actually. I'll fi- I'll make sure I get that name. Actually, it's it's on Hulu. It's Azure Lane. A- Azure Lane, and it's actually pretty decent for a mobile game to animate. Usually, those are. They're hit or miss. They're either like fucking like um, Shingeki no Bahamut. Either they're like, oh, wow, this is actually really good. And like Shingeki no Bahamut has like several seasons now. And then you have other stuff that have like seasons. And you're just like, yeah, you can definitely tell they just did that shit. Because gotcha games make so much fucking money that they're just like, let's make anime. Let's make more money on (laughs) this. Yeah, let's make more money off of this shit. Like it's fucking rolling. (laughs) Which is like, you just... The, I've gotten sucked over the past year. I've gotten sucked into the gotcha hellhole because yeah. Dr- Dragalia Lost was the first one. And honestly, um, Dragalia Lost needs an anime. Like, it's from the same people who do Grand Blue Fantasy, which has an animation also. But Grand Blue Fantasy is the, is like the gotcha game next to like Fake Grand Order in Japan. Like, those are the gotcha games that rule gotcha games. Like, those are the gotcha games that are bringing in billions of yen. Hmm. Like, it's it's ridiculous how huge they are. And Psy Games actually has a whole bunch of other games underneath them. And they are a very generous company when it comes to... This has nothing to do with Paranoia, ain't you? Yeah, okay, we're kind of going wow, off topic, I guess. That tangent went really hard. But, um, yeah, we'll <laughs> no, find... finish it, though, real quick, and we'll get back. We'll um, just close out. But, yeah, like, the Grand Boot Azure Lane is just one of the, like, other, like, um, gotcha juggernauts. And you would expect for a game that is primarily focused on girls in swimsuits and scantily clad with um guns and floating azure lane azure lane yeah like it's actually really really entertaining because there's a fight scene every episode so far and it's first of all it's very highly it's very high quality which 
it fucking better be high quality because people have given them their life savings huh. rolling for these little fucking well not little all of them aren't little girls they're like little girls who are like kind of like the main characters but like that one that you're looking at right there like enterprise yeah like they um they're actually like developing like the characters very quickly and all right. I'll check the, that ba- one out. the battles are actually like really fucking good and the quality is like astounding. Like when I watch it on my TV on Hulu, like it's like it's really crisp, which is like what I expect because you fucking owe us this because you have so much money. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm watching Azulane. Um, I'm watching that one. The of course I'm watching it Isekai. But it's the one where it's like um, the hero is overpowered but overly cautious. Yes, I've been watching that one. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. That one, yeah, I'm actually enjoying that one too. And I'm just like the uh, latest episode was actually super fun. I don't think I saw that one. I saw the one where he finished. Be- uh, well, I'm not gonna say that. That's a spoiler for you guys. Um, yeah, that's still mid season. Um, fire. Fo- okay. Anyways, yeah, let's end this before we end up having like yeah, a we're gonna talk about every other anime. Shit, like blah 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 blah. blah. Um. So yeah, uh, Paranoia Agent, if you, well, I mean, you should have watched it if you're listening to this episode, but if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Then we've only confused you further. Yeah, Um, like, you should, you should, I'm surprised if you stuck in this long (laughs) for this (laughs) shit, like, god damn. So as an anime lover, I'd say, like, you've you've had to have been watching anime for at least, like, four or five years before you would even want to touch this. I'd say if you liked this one, go watch Overlord. Well, that's yeah. another isekai, and but that's you know, a cool one, it is a good one. But um, yeah, that's that's it. I'm I'm literally like, I feel like I'm just babbling because I'm my brain is still processing this shit. It's making me have like, to think really hard and make a lot of connections to other anime and try to figure out where it's at. Yeah. Which again, great it didn't sign, help that but... I didn't eat today either. Uh, and so now my brain is doing all this processing, and it's just like, what the fuck are you doing to me? I don't so, have energy for this. Yeah, like it's like you don't have the energy to be doing all of this thinking right now. <laughs> um, so uh, follow yeah. us on. Oh, we are approved for Apple Podcasts. That's right. So um, we're definitely gonna make you know, let it be known that you can listen to this episode on Apple Podcasts. But if you're not listening to this episode on Apple Podcasts, we are on Apple Podcasts now. So we are on the top two. I think we're on Spotify. We're on the both, and yeah. Apple Podcasts. So like. Those are two, and it take usually Apple Podcasts won't approve people unless they have like a backlog. Like they don't just like approve like a random new anime. Also, you fucking idiots! I'm so sorry, but I have to. Oh no, this. please! I'm curious where I this was is going. Looking at the Apple Podcast because I was searching our name because we don't have any ratings, so like you know we're not with the algorithm. So we're not if you're up. listening, go to Apple Podcasts and give us like a rating so we can get up in that algorithm and. Please blah, blah, and blah. thank you. Um, but also, there was an anime podcast that's like four to seven minutes. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting format. And I went and I clicked the thing. And then the first thing, the motherfucker's episode title is a spoiler for Black Clover in the anime. Why would you do in that the in manga. the title? In the title. And I literally was just like... You're fucking idiots. Like, you're just fucking idiots. And I almost, like, it took a lot for me not to, like, flame that guy's podcast. Yeah. And literally, like, post it on Twitter and be like, this is an, this is, this is a, an amoeba. Like, this is, I can't even, I don't even want to insult you with, like, an actual, like, name of, uh, I, I hate you. Yeah. That's, that's about it. But, um, be careful. 
Um, uh, you'll know the podcast. Yeah, we make sure we don't spoil anywhere outside of this. Yeah, Only inside. Do yeah. We, t- we talk about it, but we, we're we not in the title. It's going to tell you what show we're talking about, so you don't have to worry about spoilers being unaware. You're going to exactly. know what you're walking into. And also, like, it's advertised. Like, you know, we let people know on social media what we're talking about. And usually the the clips that we post, they're theory theory crafting clips. They're not, like huge spoilers are like oh so and so got shipped off like no like that's not we're talking about like oh the doll represents or i think the doll represents this yeah we're not telling you like oh the doll is the reason why this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened like, i mean we kind of started a little bit more in like recaps and going through episode by episode but i think we found that our stride and what we really like to do is kind of theory craft and talk yeah. about what we actually loved yeah or hated uh about the anime that we just watched mm-hmm. and yeah i don't no spoilers outside of a video or anything and if you're going to do a big spoiler that people aren't going to be aware of from knowing you're talking about it just put it in the fucking tile the, the word spoiler yeah um so fuck this guy now i know a little about a little bit about what's going to happen in black clover but it wasn't the kind of spoiler where it was like a um four to five minute yeah well li- the I can't listen to your podcast now, bitch, because ruined. Like Also, how are you going to listen to a podcast that you have to start a new one every four minutes? I listen to podcasts when I'm doing chores and shit. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, so if you want to follow us. We're on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're on Podbean. Please subscribe. Um, yeah, please subscribe. Please rate. Um, send some questions, you guys. Um. Uh, we can. We got plenty of them in our in. mailbox. Yeah, so you can reach us at animeconversations at gmail dot com. Uh huh. You can use those same headings to find us on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, if you type in well, yeah, yeah. If you type in anime conversations, you'll definitely find us. But like for Twitter, it's like any at any convo. For Instagram, it's anime underscore conversations. And then, um, yeah, those are the yeah those are the main ones that we're posting on right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's nothing really on Facebook because that's a cesspool. But <laughs> we might have to take advantage of the cesspool eventually. Yeah. But um, yeah, you can reach us there. So you know, if you have questions or if you want to like hear glimpses of our previous episodes, um, and you know, get a feel, you want to chat with us on Instagram or stuff like that. Recommend like, yeah, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be just an an email. Like you can just hit us straight up in like a direct message on Twitter or Instagram. Like. I have my phone in my hand at all times, so you'll most likely get a response um, within the same day. And if it's not within the same day, that means I was drunk and fucked up. <laughs> but um, like yeah. a beer crawl, if you're gonna respond this Saturday, you're probably gonna get a late message mm. on a, a brewery tour. But oh, that's yeah, right. okay, you guys don't even need to know that. Anyways, all right. Anyway, thank you again. Um, thank uh, you we'll for cut listening. some of that out. Rate, comment, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mom. Not about this one though. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>